The following episode has some content that is darker than usual, and may be difficult for some audience members. As always, the show notes have content warnings and associated timestamps. Please check them out at your own discretion. Thank you. You know those days when you wake up and you just know that this is going to be like the worst day of your week? This was not that kind of morning for Ari, but it quickly became that kind of day. As they woke up after a long night partying in this beautiful town that they were staying in for a day on their quest here, and found, lo and behold, their best friend from childhood who abandoned them and their entire pack six months ago. Lo and behold, it's Ro. Who else could it possibly have been? Q, worst day ever. Of course, they're traveling with some kind of new pack on some journey that they mentioned for the Sultan, but who really cares about that when this is obviously the most important thing that I have going on in my life. And of course, we don't see eye to eye. It's been too long. And Ro has forgotten what it means to be strong. So, we're gonna sort that out right about now, I think. Don't you? We return from last session. Ari has lunged at Ro, who so far has expressed that he doesn't want to fight. I'm going to have everybody roll initiative. Whether you want to fight or not will be up to you, but at least you have a place in the initiative order if you'd like. So if everybody could just give me a straight, cool check. So no difficulty for combat rolls. I have a three in presence, but I don't have anything in cool. Yep, so it'll just be three green. You and I have the same cool stat. Uh, That is... Three success and one advantage? I got one success and two advantages. Two success, one advantage. Uh, Triumph and a success. We're going to technically run this as if Ari is an NPC, even though Ari is not being run by me. But for mechanics-wise, and those listening at home, you you know you can kind of get a better sense of how this is going to work. So there is going to be three PC slots and then an NPC slot. So Ari, in this instance, you are going to get to go first because you are lunging. Aye, aye, Captain. And we'll treat it kind of like a, an ambush. And then the round will start, and all three of the players will get to go first, followed by you, and then we'll start the new round, and so on and so forth. All right? All right, so Ari... You're lunging at Ro. It's like their beast form just explodes out of the front of them and they catch up with it instantaneously. This gigantic timber wolf with this dark brown fur flecked with a little bit of white along the jaw and the belly and the paws. And it's all teeth, all snapping, all claws. recklessly just charging at Ro as hard and as fast as they can. I still don't have a hot card. (laughs) And you want to make an attack when you land, right? Yes, please. Okay. So, are you lunging with your paws like a push, or are you using your teeth? I think it's a pause, trying to pin Ro down. Okay. Go ahead and give me a, go ahead and give me a brawl check then real quick. Okay. So, 
You've got... I've got four ranks in that and four ranks in brawn. Yep. So that'll be four yellow. Beautiful. And that'll be medium difficulty, so that'll be two purple. Seven success, one advantage. Amazing. I take it that's pretty good. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 11 to start. Yeah. I think it's just the 11. Technically, Ari has a brawl weapon, but as a wolf, would not have that equipped. So. Mm -hmm. I think they were too angry to think about it beforehand. That's okay. So it'll be 11 damage. And Ro, what's your soak again? My soak is five. Okay, so you'll take six. Yeah. All right, so see, why don't you describe what this looks like as your paws make contact with Ro? It's first a sound, I think. Like two boulders smashing against one another and falling down a mountain. Like that's the sound that it makes when Ari crashes into Ro. And it's so fast and it's instantly just like fur flying against armor and like teeth and the scrape of like nails against metal and all like flashing, like now like growling and snarling, just like immediately coming out of Ari's muzzles. They shove with so much force. Bro, you do not remember Ari being this strong or this capable or even the first, they've never lunged at you. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And you've never really seen them lunge at anyone before, but wow, do they pack a punch? I think it makes sense that we start to t like tumble in that direction. Absolutely. Like just head over heels. Is there anything else you might want to do? You can maneuver out of the way. I don't know if you want to stay on top of row. You can use an incidental to talk. I think for this first bit, it's just the crash. Ari is like so angry and this like this transformation is coming over them with such force that it's like, it's just emotion. And in that same kind of way that Roe had felt in the market square, right? That like broiling emotion where they could feel Ari's eyes on them. It's that same kind of emotion bubbling up now. Like even with so much distance between them, you can feel Ari's rage as though it were your own. I think like that's kind of the feeling you get as you are like now so close, like like touching, but fighting for the very first time. Yeah. Then with that, we have the three PC slots. Who would like to take the first one? I feel like you two would have a great reaction to this. Okay. Well, I mean, the second I see this, I might like to like drop both my swords, get out my bow and shoot Ari because you just crashed into my buddy. That I did. So, you'd, it's an action to draw a weapon unless you have quick draw. I can give you the incidental is to drop. Yeah. Action to draw. Okay, but I can't attack if... Uh... Yeah, because you can't take two actions in a turn. Yeah, okay, in which case I'll just draw it then. Okay. You do have a maneuver if you wanted to like move to a better position. You are out on the road outside of the city gates. There are trees in the distance, but otherwise it's pretty open. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm actually going to use my, my move. I'm going to stay where I am if I have a decent view of them. And I'm actually going to step on both of the swords just in case no one comes by and sees that we're distracted by this and so no one can steal our shit without me noticing. That will be my turn. That is fair. Okay, next PC slot. I will take it, but 
I will just say that at this point, I am still standing dumbfounded, especially given the speediness of this tackle and the crash of these two characters into one another. I am left slack-jawed slightly, and I throw my hands up in the air and say, what is happening? And that is literally all I am doing right now. Eight is gobsmacked. <laughs> I'd like to use Iris' momentum from the crash to kick them off in that direction. I love that. The, the crash, the snarling, it's taking a lot of energy to not give in to the transformation, but there's a part of Ro that so desperately wants to join in. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. All right, give me an athletics check. Okay. I'm going to give you a boost, and here's why Ari has a lot of weight behind them. Mm-hmm. So definitely can get that momentum going. So give yourself a boost. So it'll be medium difficulty. Okay, uh, that's two success and three advantage. All right, yeah, so describe what this looks like. As we tumble, it's less of clawing and, and back at you, and it's more of redirecting critical strikes. And as we tumble, you get the sense that I am not necessarily trying to stop you from attacking, just to stop you from, you know, the worst, like the worst of the damage, and gets a good kick off of your abdomen, center of mass, launches you over. Mm. And quick, and I don't know, like you can land like a freaking hero. <laughs> and Ro will also roll back up into a staying position, this time with eight and tricks behind him. Yeah, I think Ari crashes on the other side of you and they roll like maybe two times over themselves before their paws like come back up, hackles raised, fur puffed out, snarling. Ro, you had three advantages on that. Now, how would you feel? And you can tell me if you would rather do something different. How would you feel about getting a plus one to your range defense or melee or range defense until the end of the round? And I'm thinking maybe all the tumbling and the, the quick turnaround that you did to stand up kind of caused some dirt to go up into the air. Cool. Yeah. Kind of like I... missed, like missed yours or not missed. Um, what's the word? Plumes? Dust cloud. Yeah, dust cloud like kind of like shield you from a clear view. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, I think that that's smart. So you've done your action. You've done a maneuver to stand. Is there anything you want to use your incidental for? Um, no. There's not really any like this. Just needs to happen, and Rose not gonna Rose not gonna stop it. Okay. All right. Then we are at the bottom of the round. Ari, having been kicked off of row. But feeling that weight, feeling that power surging through them, knowing exactly what her destiny is, really feeling that pull, that distant memory of Lunas running alongside them in this form, in this body. Ari, I think, again, snarls. And before they charge in, this big like dust cloud coming up around Ro with Trix and Eight, like framing them really low in their throat. <laughs> you ask me to fight you and yet you will not fight back. 
Why do you do me the disservice? Through the dust cloud, you hear a similar low growl. (sighs) I think you know why. Do I? Let's find out. (laughs) Fine. And Ari comes at you again through the dust cloud. I don't even think they care if they can see you or not. They can feel where your heartbeat is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, again, all teeth, all claws, an absolute bull rush is what I'll uh, use a talent for that. Uh, When making a brawl or a melee combat check after making a maneuver to engage a target, you may spend three advantages or a triumph to knock the target prone and move them up to one range band away. So I'm gonna make an attempt to do that. All right, give me your brawl check, please. To add to this brawl check, I would like to spend four strain for the dodge thing that I've got, which I think increases the difficulty twice for each level, or once for each level. So it was going to be medium. So upgrading it twice, so it's going to be two red. You're also going to add a black, because I'm giving you a setback for the dust cloud. So four yellow, two red, one black. Rolling. Uh-oh. I wonder what a despair means. One despair, five advantage. You do get the three advantages. You can knock row prone because you do get the minimum three advantages, but... But, so what a despair means is it not only do you fail, you're going to suffer a significant detriment to the situation. Triumph would be a significant boon. Mm. Okay, so give me a second to figure out what the despair is going to be. If Trix's arrow wants to come in here and land a critical hit, I'd be happy with something like that. I can try. I'm not sure. You're you're very big strong, so we'll see. I'm going to have a cool scar the next time you see me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what we're going to do, we're going to use the despair to give eight or tricks is whoever gets to go a significant advantage on their turn. Ren, why are you making that face? That's just so nebulous. I love it. Well, I, you know, player freedom, player agency, <laughs> let y'all figure out how you want that to occur. All right. So you're not going to succeed in, in, oh, let's see. So you, you don't, you fail in hitting row, but you not, you still get the bull rush advantage. I mean, there's no damage, but you still get that full body tackle. Yeah, so, all right. So, see, what do you think this looks like? So you're not going to, you're still going to get the full body tackle to knock him prone, but you're not going to do any damage on the attack. That'll be where the failure comes in. I think Ari launches themselves up, like, a lot higher than they should. Like, almost trying to get up and above the dust clouds, so there's this, like, massive wolf who has leapt into the air almost above Row and is coming down, and as they're coming down, they are leaving themselves so vulnerable, Row, And you can tell. They don't even care, right? They care only about, like, being bigger and stronger and absolutely fearless in this moment as they are coming at you, like, with such ferocity and such anger and it's in that last moment where they are like coming down on you and their body almost like hiccups and twists upward that there's a moment of hesitation 
where they again leave themselves completely vulnerable as they're coming through this dust cloud at you. So, Ro, you are knocked to the ground, knocked prone. All right, PC slot. Tricks or eight? Who wants to go? I went first last time, so eight, you can go if you would like. I will not be doing anything useful, so. Okay, in which case, I'm just going to shoot the arrow in that case. Okay, so you do get a significant advantage in the encounter. If you can think of something really cool that happens during the attack, I'm all for it. The despair is yours to use. Uh, okay, so maybe because Ari leapt up really high, that makes it easier for me to hit her versus hitting Ro if they were because they were previously entangled. So, is that okay? Can I? Unless you, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I want you to fire. Can I take the significant boon really quick as you're firing? Oh yeah, you can have it. Okay, please fire. Okay. Yeah, it, it doesn't say who has to have it. It just says that the person who gets the despair grants the enemy a significant advantage. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, Ro, you can have it. Um, okay. What's the difficulty of the firing the arrow? So, you are attacking something that is not on top of Ro, so it is not engaged. You are at short range, I think. Uh, medium. Medium, you're okay. Yeah. Then make that two difficulty, so two purple. Okay, two purple, and then I have two yellow and one green. Okay, roll. See this. That is one, two, three. That's four success, and the advantage and threat cancel each other out. Okay, all right. So thirteen damage on Ari. So Ari, you are going to take. I have a silk of four, I believe. Yep. So you will take nine. Mm, delicious is at this point i would like to flip a story point uh okay i mean because i also could spend a story point but like i don't know if we're both allowed to do that and then give Ari a ton for next turn <laughs> can i jump in front of the arrow i'll roll whatever well to answer the question you both can use a story point you can you just can't use more than one you know at a time on your turn like you could each use one okay yeah because i would just use it to do lucky strike and spend a story point to get plus three range damage so I mean, if you want to spend a story point to get that extra damage. Yeah, can I? Yeah. Thank you. All right. So, Ari, add three more to your character sheet. So, um, also, Ro is flipping a story point as well. So, Ari, once Ro has gone, you will have three story points in your pool if you'd like to use them. Um, and then there's the one story point for port eight. Uh <laughs> Noted. All right. Ro, explain to me what you want to do with this arrow. I was going to say, like, it can go off, but I think it is understanding what arrows Trix are, is using and how much Ari needs this. Ro is going to try and jump in front of the arrow. Obviously, I don't want to take away from Trix. I think it would make sense that, to, that Trix is skilled enough to be able to make that shot. But Ro is caught in the blast. I mean, I didn't get the advantage to trigger the blast, though, which, yeah, was sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. How do you want to do that? So let's see. So Ari went, which was the end of the round, top of the round. We've had tricks go. You're knocked prone. We, we could also rewind now that we know everyone's intentions. You could always save it for the next round, too. If you're doing what I think you're doing. You're <laughs> preventing <laughs> the arrow from hitting Ari, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you're trying to take the arrow. So why y'all got to make this so hard for me? 
Sorry, all I did was fire one thing. I'm uh, like knowing this changes nothing about my intention because I don't know that Ro is gonna go and do yeah, the whole absolutely. big spicy like no take yeah like thing. So yeah, I mean Ro is prone right now, so that's a consideration. Yeah, I mean you'd have to spend an action just to stand up, so you wouldn't have that action to then leap for the arrow. Why don't you keep that in your back pocket? Okay. For the next round. Okay. But um, you do have a story point flip that can flip it back for you, or you can use it for something else if you want. You can yell at me to not shoot your friend, though, because no, that's no, the that's thing. That's not interesting. Wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I think it makes sense that Rose Prone did not see this arrow go off. There's still dust everywhere. Yeah, still dust everywhere. I get up mm-hmm. from the prone position, taking the action, and I don't know, like, I what can I do here now that I've taken the action to get up from prone? Am I range banned away? Yeah, you're, you're probably within... Because Ari would have knocked you down, left, continued the leap over you, so... Yeah, within a range band. Okay. So you could maneuver, you've got the ability to spend two strain to get the extra maneuver. You have your instental. Yeah. Okay. I'll spend the extra two to get back into combat range. Like, engaged range. Yeah. And... Seeing everything that's happening here, the arrow... Hearing the the whiz of the arrow and the scuffling of the earth underfoot and the snarling, I will push through into the dust cloud until I basically wind up face to face with the two of you. And I am just going to yell, what are the two of you doing? Are you not friends? Is this how friends behave? Why are you doing this? And that's all I'm doing. (laughs) Why indeed? Why? Why did we have to do this, Ro? Why did it have to be like this? You need to understand where true strength comes from. And I intend to show you. You've shown me nothing. You've shown me nothing but your back, Ro. You've shown me nothing but you turning your back and leaving. You've shown me only... And they stumble over the words, I think. Starting the fur, like, kind of pulling back over their face a little bit to see that expression. (laughs) Nothing but loss. I've learned my own strength. You don't have to protect me anymore. I know how to protect myself. I always have. They kind of shrug off this arrow that's like deep. Yank it out. <laughs> that's when I notice that tricks fired at you. Any uh, actions or any maneuvers on your turn, Ari? I think not this time. I think Ari like comes forward, still staggering a little bit because that, I won't lie, the arrow hurt a little bit. Right, but they like pull it out and they don't even seem to feel it, really. They're so focused on Roe that I think that they're leaving themselves entirely vulnerable to any further arrows and their eyes flick to eight for half a moment. The question of why, why are you doing this? Because you're right, we did used to be friends. We did used to be friends. And with that, we are back at the top of the round. So which PC would like to go? Do it, Sebastian. Do it. Do it. 
I think I might be too far away to hear any of this extremely intense character conversation, and it just looks like two angry werewolves are still, you know... <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna do the same thing, so it's the same roll. Yep. Can I hear the arrow getting prepared and getting knocked? It's probably too far away, especially with Ari talking in your face and grumbling that you probably don't hear it knocked, but you have fought with tricks. I will... I will activate my heightened beast senses then. Respending that story point? Yes. Okay. So then that is one success and one advantage. Okay. And the the intention is that I could catch this and get in front of the arrow. Yeah, and you still have that significant advantage. So you activate your heightened senses. You hear the as Trix lets that arrow loose. I notice the arrow, put two and two together. Without taking my eyes off of Ari, my attention is immediately turned in the direction of Trix, who fires an arrow. And yeah, absolutely, I'm going to get in front of it. I'll turn my back to Ari to take this. I think, if you're amenable to it, that perhaps that significant advantage, there is a large rock that you notice on the ground and it's able to kind of give you a boost up and kind of give you that momentum to twist up and intercept the arc of that arrow. How do you feel about that? I love it, yes. Okay. So Trix, you let your arrow fly and within seconds you watch as it lands in Rose's shoulder. Maybe like non-vital torso. <laughs> so sh shoulder then. Somewhere in the shoulder. Yeah, somewhere where it looks worse than it actually is. All right, so that was one success. Yeah, one success, what advantage? Your seven yes. points, which isn't too bad considering Rose Soak. With your advantage, would you like to Trix add a boost to the next allied character's check? Uh, Yes, let's do that. Okay. Why not? I was trying to do that before anyway, so let's do it. All right, whoever goes next gets a boost. Not you, see. Cool. Can I use my incidental to be like, uh, sorry? Because I'm very confused because I just saw Ro jump in the way of a perfectly good shot. I feel kind of bad that I hit him, but also that was 100% not my fault. So, a very confused, sorry? I love, I love that image of Trix being all badass with the bow and then, sorry? <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. All right, next PC slot then. Ro's taking an arrow. Or is it eight? Who's going? Oh, I thought I thought taking the arrow was was me just inserting myself and taking my turn. Oh, okay, that's perfectly fine. I wasn't entirely sure. So, that, yeah, we're good to go. Then I guess eight, you're up. I will also go prone on the floor. Okay. The landing, I do not stick. I think at this point, seeing this happen and this swaggering opponent standing looming menacingly over my fallen companion. Instinctively, I will pop out my spoon from my wrist sheath, loudly exclaiming, you are friends. Friendship does not just simply end in such a manner. I cannot allow this to happen. And I will cast a barrier spell between the two of you and just make a, a wall essentially. So the barrier divides the two of them, to be sure. Yes. Okay. I want to make sure we weren't going to put them in the bubble of friendship and, like, you two work it out. 
<laughs> this is our friendship t-shirt. This is our get our get along shirt. I want that art. I need the of, art of Rowan. Yep. Yep. <laughs> also, to be fair, for the audience's benefit, this is one of those situations where I wish we were a streamed production because C's reaction when eight popped the out the spoon was priceless. <laughs> it just took me off guard. I have to say. I got three success and five advantage. Oh yeah, that barrier pops off, yeah. I literally point the spoon at Ari for a moment and my hand is out to my side and I wave the eating implement in the air in front of me. You would see a purplish energy start to pool in the reservoir of the spoon tip and right at the last second, I flick the spoon in between the two of you and that magical energy lobs off, hits the ground, and with a shimmer, a reflective purple paper-thin wall just appears between the two of you. Almost like a, a shimmering heat mirage as it divides the pair of you. Can I see through it? Mm-hmm. Okay. If I may... I think that Ari seeing Ro take this arrow for them, they know it was certainly not meant for them. Seeing them take it, I, I think a gasp comes out of their mouth that Ro as you fall ungracefully down into the dirt, into the dust, onto the ground. And I think as they are moving forward, they're cut off by this barrier and their form kind of slams into it again, but in a more obviously concerned way like one hand up and that hand like the claws start to fold back into skin the hair starts to become a little bit less thick over their arms Bro. and they look at you eight knowing that you were the one that had divided them but they don't push they don't lunge at you they don't attack they pull their gaze back to row she grumbles under her breath <sighs> Why? A groan. Ugh. Oh. Oh, walk it off, you big baby. Nice shot, Trix. Ugh. Why? Ari, that's... Oh, oh, tender. We'll sit up, facing you. It was the hardest thing, leaving home, but I knew what was right, and took all of my resolve and all of my strength to do what I did. Ow. Oh, it's like in there. They're a really good shot. It's annoying. Seeing this happening and they're complaining about how injured they are, I can do something to make up for it. <laughs> can I use my inspiring rhetoric to try and heal them both? I mean, yeah. I mean, go ahead and roll and we'll uh, go ahead and then make it average. Go ahead and add the two purple. I got two success, uh, that cancels, one advantage and one triumph. So everyone gets one strain back. It does also mean that both of you get a blue to your, um, to any checks you, to, to checks you make for two, for the next two rounds, because I have improved Yo. inspiring rhetoric. Hell yeah. I'm just going to be yelling, well, uh, sorry about that, uh, both of you. Looks like, thanks for the barrier, eight. Um, hopefully we can talk this out. You get a triumph. What do, you, what do you want to do with the triumph? I think that because I went from like two seconds ago, I was firing arrows at Ari, and uh, if the whole 
point is, you know, the power of friendship, then um, <laughs> Ari can see that, um, you know, eight did the barrier. I am now trying to fix what I did. They can feel it. Yes, I, I wish for you to feel the power of friendship. All right, so kind of like uh, your words maybe have this this more calming effect. Yes, and like, the, I genuinely am sorry about the arrow, so you get that vibe. Yeah. I think it physically comes over Ari too, as like the more wolfish features start to crawl back, where there's like somewhere between where that like stubble is almost like a ruff of fur that comes down their chest a little bit. And they still have like the ears and a little bit of fur like along their arms as she's speaking to you, Ro. And as you say this, their face twists a little, but not with rage this time, with pain. And it's clear. Mm-hmm. You didn't just... You didn't just leave home, Ro. You left me! And you had the strength to do that. And I'm... Glad you did. But I didn't have the strength to be left. I do now. (laughs) And now I have... I have my own destiny, Ro. And I have the strength to leave you two. I don't need you anymore. We're not children. At this, I get up to my feet, start taking steps toward you. I look over at eight and give you a look of, it's okay. I will drop the barrier. Face to face with you now. I know if I had asked, you would have come with me. Ari turns away from you, closes their eyes, but you know you're right. She doesn't bite anything back. The silence speaks volumes. And I was scared because I didn't know what was ahead of me, what would be ahead of us. And I could not risk bringing you into that unknown. I see. I know you're hurt. I can't ask you to forgive me, but I will find you and the pack again to make amends. If you'll have me. Ari looks at you for a really long time. And that new kind of solid expression is still tight on their features. That age, that responsibility, that power that is new on their face, but doesn't seem wrong. It's not what you remember, but it still feels right for them. I take a deep breath. She sighs. Oh, let's hope that your ability to make amends is better than your ability to tank blows. (laughs) Be brave. Be brave. And I yank the arrow out. Oh, you big baby. They roll their eyes a little bit. We're down two different paths now, Rao. And maybe we will meet again. If Lunas wills it, I hope we will. So I need a rematch, a fair fight. I think Ro just comes in for a really tight embrace. Ari inhales sharply, but they don't move away. And after a moment, her shoulders relax a little bit. Although she's not ready to hug you back. She almost leans into the embrace more so. My eyes are closed tight, 
almost to try and seal in the tears. I'm so proud of you. I promise to come back. And when you do, you'll have me to answer to as Alpha. So when you come back, make sure that you're ready, Ro. Brother. Ari, go seize your destiny. And Ari is, I think, the first to pull back. And this time, she turns her back to you. She gives a curt nod to eight and tricks, I think. A deeper understanding of them, too. Almost, I think they even say, Thank you. I can lose my temper sometimes. Before shooting one more look over their shoulder at Ro. And I think it's like that animal kind of glint in the half light that like shifts over their eyes. May Lunas walk with you. And then they're gone into the shadow of the woods of terror. And that is where we are going to end the session. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time, but in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. We use the Genesis RPG system published by Fantasy Flight Games and music licensed by Epidemic Sound. We're also affiliates with Friday Afternoon Tea, so head on over to FridayTea.com and use promo code UNCHARTED for 10% off your order. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GM'd and produced by Dax, who you can find on Twitter at GM underscore Dax. Ro is played by Kappa, and you can follow him on Twitter at the Kappa Chris. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad. Trix is played by Sebastian, and you can follow them on Twitter at Sebastian Yue. Ari today has been played by C, who you can find on Twitter at C Plays RPG. You can check them out on Transplanar RPG, found wherever you can get your podcasts. <laughs>